Good morning, everybody. Today I have Johnny van der Berg in the studio. We are talking about the second integrated process called the potential of the asset and the capability called integrated mind planning, which is a capability in our framework. Good morning, Johnny. Thanks, John. Good morning. Uh, my name is Johnny van der Berg. And normally when I introduce myself, I tell people that I was born in the shadow of Edgar, and I literally was. The house that I was born in is, was less than 500 meters from Varius number 6 shaft. You could actually see the old steel headgear from our house. I was part of a family of six, and, and we all worked on Varius mine. Johnny, so mining is in your blood? Yes, uh, Jean, mining is in my blood. I've never worked in another industry, and at this age in my life, I can't see making a change to another <laughs> industry. This industry has been good to me, so why change? Excellent. Johnny, welcome. So, Johnny, uh, this session about integrated planning is, uh, we should have discussed this a long time ago, but it's an opportune time now. The previous podcast was about work manager and how that works. So, it's good for us to talk about this now. Uh, the unified digital mining enterprise model, as MinerP sees it, has three integrated processes that support the mine that MinerP uh, supports and another three that our partner supports. Let me mention them. Firstly, understand the asset. The second integrated process is determining the asset potential. And then lastly, operate efficiently. Those are the three that MinerP supports directly and our partner supports the other ones and we integrate to those like beneficiator or and transport the product, etc. Today we talk about the asset potential and Johnny, this is the place where you spent most years of your career. Yes, Jan, being a, a surveyor and in South Africa we've got a situation where surveyors are responsible for the classification of reserves and the geologists for the resources. So I've always been in the reserves field and you need to understand your mineral asset to understand the potential of your ore body. And you need to be able to express it as well. So one part is determining the potential and the other one is understanding it. Mining is a complicated uh, world. There are many parts that interact that seemingly does not interact, but they have a profound effect on each other. Yeah. So what we're trying to, to achieve, the objective of the understanding and it, or first of all determining the potential and then understanding it is three parts. It's first to remove latency in the process. Currently, uh -huh. Mine planning cycles take a year because you spend seven months drawing geometries that will represent the mine plan. So we want to remove that latency and mm -hmm. then once you've done that, HR takes four to five weeks. And once that's done, then finances takes between six and eight weeks to, to do the financial part. Johnny, the whole world is speeding up. That's not acceptable anymore. Absolutely. And we don't just want to remove latency for the sake of removing it. Mm -hmm. We want to change the annual cycle, not to a six or the three month cycle, but within that cycle, we want to have three or four or five iterations to consider other options. Ah. I've, I've sat in many budget review meetings where the question is asked, is this your optimized plan? And the answer is always yes, <laughs> but we did one version of the plan. Yeah, yeah. So what we want to do with removing the latency is increase the number of iterations you can still do in that one cycle. Johnny, you've worked with many colorful characters in your years as CEOs and CFOs. What's the, what would the value have been if you had a system like this that might not be now pushes? Yeah, first of all, Jean, I've been blessed in my career to work with some really capable and competent people and I learned a lot from them. 
The first part in removing latency and allowing these reiterations is that you will create much more insight and oversight on what's going to happen mm -hmm. in the future of your mine. That will allow the CEO to instill a lot of confidence with the mm -hmm. investor. Yep. For the COO, for instance, capital is scarce these days. So for the CEO, you can simulate scenarios how we can respond to the capital expenditure and how the capital expenditure will respond to the reserve resource availability. And the market also changes much faster now. So if he smells a change in the market, he can run another scenario. I, I had a discussion with a CEO of a big gold mining company in South Africa. And we had this discussion and he said to me, currently if I have an incident, it takes me three to four months to inform the market what the impact of that incident is on my future. And I said, explain to him that we can now, that three months can be three weeks or even two weeks. And he says, in the meantime, during the three to four months, I potentially lose $300 million in investments. Exactly. So absolutely, the, the market wants to be informed so that they can make informed decisions. Johnny, the unified digital mining enterprise is supported by 16 capabilities. On the previous podcast, I also said 16 or 17. There's one that uh, that MinoP does not contribute to. That's why I've, I've been swinging around between the two, but 16. Today we are talking about the integrated mine planning capability, which is supported by three previous ones. The spatially intelligent digital twin as the first capability. The second one, resource and reserves, which you've got a very strong opinion about as well. Volumetric spatial information management as a surveyor, that's your, that's your place. But today we're talking about integrated planning. Tell us about that capability. Tell us about your definition of that capability. Thanks, John. Yes, the three that you mentioned is, is extremely important. I need to have a view of my ore body. That's my digital twin. I need to understand how much of what is there. That's my reserves and resources. But I also need to understand where I am. And being a survey, I like to tell people where they are. So I need to know what is my departure position. Only then can I start with integrated planning if I have all that in place. Now, my definition of integrated planning and the, our reference in MineRP is it's the ability to perform, first of all, vertical integration within the mine technical services, geology, uh, valuation, survey, uh, environmental. Uh, that's, that's the first part we need to uh, integrate. And then we need to create interoperability between various disciplines like mine technical service, like HR, like sustainability, and like the financial part. When we talk about integrated planning, there is two things in this vertical integration that I spoke about that we need to understand. The first one is the disciplinary integration between all the mine technical services. And the second part is integrating the various levels of planning. Now that just needs a little bit of more Planation. We plan on a strategic level, we plan on a tactical or operational level, but we also plan on an operational level where we are really looking at a per day, per shift uh, granularity. The third part then of the integration, this is where the unification comes in, that's when we close the gap between what we call the science of mining, uh -huh. uh, which is the mine technical services or the vertical integration, and the business of mining. That's where all the business decisions get taken around the outcome of the plan and the expenditure. So we are closing that gap and we call that unification. 
So that's the definition part. Let's jump into the integrated planning levels a little bit deeper, Johnny, because the industry currently are not unified. They, there are probably many different tools that a, a mine with a head office and uh, several operations uses for those uh, different levels. Data flows slowly between them, etc. How can we do it better? John, what often happens when we talk about levels of planning, it refers to the same levels that Elliot Jacques refers to in his stratified theory or the requisite organization. So at a certain level, the CEO with his board, they would want to see what the future looks like and what they need to do to open up those opportunities that will extend the life of mine. And that's what we call the strategic planning level. At the next level down, I need a bit more granularity. Now I'm planning on a monthly basis. I need to understand how much capital I need to convert some of my measured resources into reserves so that I have a short-term future and have flexibility so that if something happens, mining is a game with many variables and many things can happen that take lots of flexibility away very quickly in mm -hmm. one seismic event, I can wipe out half of a mine. Yep. That's the decision and that's the discussion that takes place on that level. And then like the operational level, that's where the operation, the general manager with his team, they decide what am I doing next week? What am I doing tomorrow? What am I doing in three weeks time? And there I need lots of granularity. I need to understand who's doing what. In some cases, we would do a strategic plan in a certain software package, lock it away and then redraw everything for the budget plan. Or I will have a team of people that do the long-term planning and another team of people that does the budget planning, but the two teams don't talk to each other. Mm -hmm. The other big problem, many companies have moved to a point where we actually got feedback from the top down, mm -hmm. but the feedback from the bottom up, mm -hmm. that's a problem for companies. So um, in a slow moving or slow changing industry, uh, it's probably okay for all those packages and for that data sets to be separate. But in a fast-moving world, it's, it's not okay anymore. So that's why it needs to be unified. Absolutely. If I want to remove the latency, I need to have integrated solutions that can talk to each other. So let's move over to the problem statements. Johnny, now that we've defined uh, integrated planning in terms of uh, the different levels of planning and the fact that we now bring the different horizontal practices together, what is the problem that we're trying to solve? And you've described that several times, but... How does it look like right now for many mines? And you call it an unserviced gap. And what should it look like? John, like I mentioned before, companies are on an annual planning cycle. But also, the I almost want to say the freshness of the data is, is also important here. In an annual planning cycle, in month two of my cycle, I lock away my geological structure. In month five, I lock away my block plans. In month seven, I lock away my face positions. So your plans are always too old. So when I start executing... Yeah. In month one of the new year, the freshest information is five months old. Yes. Some of it's 11 months yeah. old. That's one of the problems we have. And as I mentioned before, the feedback from what has actually happened to the, what's the impact on my, my budget plan when I started, I'm already behind the eight ball. And we haven't got a facility to update that and have a better projection. And that's why sometimes by the time you get to the 12th or the ninth month of your budget, you find that you've got less than 30% compliance to plan. Yeah. So uh, might not be as launched this product that we talk about parametric planning, that we can create multiple alternatives and we remove the latency. Just talk a little bit technical. What is that solution, might not be planner, that will solve this problem? 
John, I'm currently on a roadshow where I'm actually demonstrating this together with one of our partners, Deloitte. Uh, we've just finished in Dalba and we're on our way to PDAC uh, to go and demonstrate it there. What we've done now, we've recreated a mine where I do a mine design and I do a sequence once. Yep. Then I continuously add value when I start scheduling. So like I mentioned, on the strategic level, I do a per annum plan and I schedule according to that. And I make my granularity finer and at the end of it, I use exactly the same mind design. I use exactly the same sequence. And the tools. And the and tools. And skills. That obviously as well. Yeah. And I end up with a plan that is at the interval of 15 minutes, which we currently have in our works manager. So I haven't changed, I didn't need to touch my mind design. However, that's in the ideal world and mm. our mind currently sits in laboratory and that's the ideal world. Mm. In real life, mm. something might happen. I might have a safety event or I may, might have a financial mm. intervention mm. and I need to change something is not available. Areas to mine is not available. Mm. Mm. And now I've created that feedback. So all I need to do now is go from there, look at my mind design. Is it still valid? Mm. No, it's not. Make the changes once. Mm change the sequence and then I reschedule mm. again and I can look at the impact right from strategic to my operational level. We, we call this the art of the possible, Johnny. The art of the possible. And the question I'm answering, the answering there is, I can display the impact of incidents that happen in the short term. I can display the impact of that right to my life of mind plan. I also know when to replan because mm. I taste the impact. Mm. I don't replan every time somebody sneezes. I change my plan or I replan when it's necessary mm. to replan, when there is a material change in my mm. environment. To me, being the reserves and the resources guy in my NRP, I can actually simulate it all the way wow. through to the reserves and resources, not only for that point in time, but for the rest of the life of that mine. So truly, today is the first day of the rest of, of the, the life of, of mine. mine. Tomorrow is the first day of the rest of the life wow. of the mine. So we that's what we that, enable. That's the latency that, that we remove there. Absolutely. Johnny, we're steering towards the end. In 30 seconds, lift the veil around what does parametric planning mean? Uh, this all sounds like magic. How can our audience know that this is even possible? I haven't worked on a CAD system since 2006. Yeah. Last year, I stood in front of an audience at the Indaba Roadshow. And I was able to take a mine, a narrow flat tabular ore body with a 42 year, 41 year life. And I was able to do a mine design in 10 minutes. Sure. Now, if I had to do that using conventional CAD tools, that would have been three to five months work. That's what parametric planning does. Also, what MineRP understood is that mining is a sequential process, but it's also mathematics. MineRP is fortunate to have access to some of the best mathematicians in the country. And they help us take this maths and change it into algorithms. So what we are doing is we've got rules that says, if I want access to an ore body, I need a shaft or a decline, whatever I specify that. I need primary development. I need secondary development. I need tertiary development. And then I'm the ore body and I can mine. Because geology was maths before it became a picture. So let's skip the picture part and move it straight into planning, Johnny. Absolutely. But we don't take the picture away. We yeah. still see it on the picture. Johnny, a last question. Um, so this sounds like mining engineers uh, jobs are at fate. Is that a true statement or not? John, I'm going to answer this question from my heart. Yeah. 
The jobs are not at stake because there are not enough as it is to do the work. So those that we have will now be able to be better deployed and run scenarios and options and not spend time on saying that a one single vision of a plan is an optimized plan. One of our clients called this, I don't want less engineers, I want more engineering. 100%. Yeah. Okay, so Johnny, shortly, if we talk about unified planning, where are we going with this? Jan, great question. I'm extremely excited as I sit here. Last night I worked with some of the people from the mentioned data with one of the tools that we are busy using or for the uh, unification, closing the gap. Mm. In two weeks time in Toronto, we will demonstrate how we create a plan, give it over to them, uh, and they then add finances to this plan mm. based on the production volumes that mm. I give them. The capex and the labor, etc. And, and we've got a certain level of granularity at which we do it. We've broken it down to loading and mm, transport. Mm. We can go further. You mm. can go mm. higher. They will then use this and come back to me and say to me, our plan is not achieving our objectives. We've run an optimization model on our side. And mm. we suggest that either you change your grade at which you're mining or you change the volumes in your mining mix. Please solve for us. That enables me in EPS Solver to run two or three scenarios, mm -hmm. come back to with one or two or three, give it back to them, rerun the finances to see if which of those are achieving our objectives. And that will take no longer than a day to do that. Current situation is after seven months and then four weeks of HR, six weeks of finance, the financial manager comes back and say, we're not making enough money. That's all the information I get. And I have to replan and now it becomes trial and error. Yes. Okay, so SAP IDP, SAP Integrated Business Planning is one of the partner tools that we are working with that can also do uh, supply chain and procurement and align with ERP. So there's a bright future for us over there. Johnny, we're steering towards the end. You've quoted Jacques Elliott. So I assume that you've got amazing business books lying next to you at night that you read. Jean, my wife and I have made a decision. We're not taking technology or books into our bedroom. That's where we relax and uh -huh. we, we sleep. But I, I do read. Now. So dear audience, listen to that. That's good advice. <laughs> I am fond of reading. For a long time, I didn't have enough time to read. And I must say, in the five years I've been with MinorP, I haven't read as much in my life as with MinorP. And it's mostly technical and academic things. But then I realized I didn't read a lot as a child and I missed out on a couple of things. I've just completed Treasure <laughs> Island. And um, I, I, I'm going to read a couple of the English children book to fill that gap in my, in my armor. So give me one lesson out of Treasure Island that you can want to give to minors. Never trust the cook. <laughs> Signing off. Thank you, Johnny. I hope that we can bring you on again soon. Thanks, John. It's a pleasure. Thank you.